What I know makes me money. What I don't know loses me money. Hey guys, welcome back to Learn With Us with 303. I'm Amanda. We've got Connor, Juan, and Alita here. Um, This week, we're going to finish the book. I think we're going to do chapter six first. Which book? How's everybody? I'm great. Okay, who's got their first point? I think what I liked about this book, some well, one of the things that I, one of the many things I liked about this book is that he always has a story that's catchy and it's interesting, and there's some kind of lesson that you can get out of it, and and it's not like a like a regular story. For example, the one that he was telling in this chapter is the one with the journalist who says, "Oh, I wish I could have um, as many cells as you do." Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. I wish I could sell so many uh, as many books as you do, and then he makes the reader realize that an author who sells a lot of books is not necessarily an author who's a good writer. Is there? It's an author who's good at selling the book. So I thought, oh, yeah. She gets all mad yeah. at him. He goes, "You think I'm better writer than you?" Yeah. <laughs> I told. I'm, I'm really interested to know what happened to that woman. Yeah, I kind of thought the same thing. I told Juan though. I was like, it's a little funny that she got mad because she works for a magazine company or or whatever because she's doing an interview. Well, the whole reason she has a job is because there's a sales team that sells their stories. The The magazine. magazine. So without that sales team, she probably wouldn't have had a job. Well, I really wish that there was a follow-up story, and I wonder if she realized and and then did take a class and then did sell her Yeah, I was thinking, what if she ever read this? Because she would, you would know that he was talking about you if you were the person. <laughs> right, for sure. Somebody needs to get a hold of him and be like, can you do a follow-up on this woman? Which, so that reminds me, the thing that I wrote down that I really liked was that most people are one scale away from greatness. Just like her, she's got the writing down, but the next thing she needed was just to learn how to sell. And she was literally just one scale away from greatness. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Why did you like that quote? Weird. Amanda, what? why did you like that quote? I don't know. I was showering when I was listening to it, and it made me stop and think that it was true, that most people have a lot more talent than they realize. They just don't know how to use it. I was saying that Robert said, mentions that he knows a lot of people who are very talented and broke. A lot of broke, talented people is what he knew. Right. Because they just need that one more scale to figure out how to. I think that was one of the questions there at the end. Did you know anyone in your life that is just they have the greatness, but they don't have the skills to use yeah. it? To pay it says, the do bills. you know extremely talented people who make very little money, and what could they be doing differently? I have a friend. Well, I. It's weird. I wouldn't say that she's broke or anything. I mean, she's doing what she wants, though. So. In her life, she's happy, but she has an amazing skill at taking pictures. And I'm always telling her, I'm like, girl, you need to sell these. Like, she needs to do something with her pictures. I mean, I don't know, even know that it's maybe the talent that she doesn't have to do something with the pictures. She just hasn't taken that step. She hasn't wanted to, though, either. So, but her photography is so good. Laziness. Yeah. That's what they say is one of the factors that keeps you held back. Oh, this girl's not lazy, though. And not <laughs> I don't think it applies, though, because it says yeah, but make little money. Who 
make very little money. Well, I guess that just means she could make more money yeah. with her <clears throat> skill that she has. But she, well, I mean, you know, she just doesn't, hasn't wanted to. Oh, and also, also, he kind of explains in the book that laziness isn't really the way that we think about laziness, as in, like, sitting on the couch doing nothing. Like, I wrote down for laziness that you're too busy to take care of your wealth. Like, that can also be a sense There's different of types of lazy, being I guess. lazy. Yeah, there's different, there's different aspects of looking at it, at least in the book. And I was like, oh, cool, because if, if I look at it that way, then I'm lazy. I will spend all day saying, I'm too busy to do this, I'm too busy to do this, I'm too busy to do this, I've got to do this and this and this first. It's like my number one thing. Mm. I thought I was just making excuses, but he called it being lazy. Yeah, like you could be lazy when it comes to wanting to go to work and do your I'm, job, but as far as your home life and getting everything else done and the people you have to take care of, you, you do that just fine, I guess. So there's different... Right, it doesn't for sure. Mean, like you said, but I'm lazy in... Yeah. Well, like, no, he's saying, like, laziness, he used the gym reference, as in that you get yourself to any other excuse not to go to the gym, when really that's just your laziness keeping you from the gym to begin with. Not that you're physically lazy, but you'd rather go rake the yard than go actually go to the gym, or you'd rather go paint something you were supposed to do. You, like, you keep yourself distracted. Yeah. You're it, being lazy. Yeah, it's like lazy in a sense of ignoring... What, needs to, be what needs to be done, or what could what could be a potential, but you're just you're just ignoring it. that type that type of lazy, yeah. Yes, consciously lazy. Well, the whole point I got from this, like you said, from well, I don't know if this one only had the one story or both of them, but you, all of it was about learning a skill that. At the end of the day, we need to learn the new skills, which I was thinking this is the reason I almost basically started the podcast was to help me and just learn. I didn't even really care about the rest of it. It was to learn all the things that come with it, the marketing side, the audio side. I don't know if you guys had any other skills you just or jobs you did just for the skills. Well, I, I picked up. Uh, I'm it. sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, I picked up. I worked as a breakfast cook just so that i could learn how to cook breakfast stuff oh yeah you did say you were gonna do that you yeah. ended up doing it yeah <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> just to learn <laughs> the yeah what i learned was cool but the job itself was hard it was very hard and there was a a lady who thought who behaved as, as if she was the boss because of her seniority and she was kind of annoying Happens in yeah, every she kitchen. Was kind of annoying. <laughs> she could have been nice, and I would have followed, like, no problem. But uh, <laughs> no, she didn't know how to lead. Well, that as Robert was saying in this too, we also need to take leadership. Yeah. Oh yeah. I he says or I said every time Robert becomes successful or meets his goal, he moves forward onto something else to learn more. Yeah, you never stop. You can't learn too much. And you asked me that last night about, um, wait, what were we talking about? I love it. About um, doing any skills to learn. And I really didn't think that I had ever done anything. And, but now that I think about it, I have had like 10 different types of jobs. Like I was a photographer at the Sears Portrait Studio. 
Like I've done, all, I've done all kinds of weird things. I don't even know why. So I guess even without trying to, you could develop some type of skills and see what you're interested in. Especially in your younger years. That's, that's when I, I mean. was a teen, I feel like I did three, four odd jobs, as you're saying. But just now today, I but, maybe use like one thing I learned from them, but yeah. it was still like. Oh. But then you weren't intentionally switching to learn. No, I was but just But you can look it. back now and I'm like, oh, I did learn quite a few different things from doing that. Give and you will receive. That was the last thing I wrote. Oh, yeah, that's his last quote. Was just... If you want something for yourself, give it away to other people. And but then... it wasn't even money. He was saying, like, if and you he... want to learn, you have to then teach someone else. I thought that was pretty powerful. And I was like, oh, Connor's so smart. <laughs> Connor's face what? is like, I thought what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let's not get too ahead of ourselves now. <laughs> <laughs> I even put I it in like quotations when I wrote it down because you wanted to learn and improve and make money and you started this podcast and you don't know anything yet you're just teach you were just teaching other people you're literally doing what he oh, said oh then I'll be gifted the knowledge yeah oh, you're literally Robert doing says. what he said well, like you're teaching others See? right now through this podcast even though you don't know anything and it I'm might already smarter and it's gonna come back for you somehow <laughs> I can feel it <laughs> Karma can be. No, Robert isn't the. <laughs> <laughs> Robert no, isn't not. the only one. Every book I read, that's like the number one thing they say is that you need to give. The universe gives back. I never heard knowledge before, though. This is the first person I ever heard say give knowledge. Most of them are like, you need to give ten percent of your money to charity or give ten percent to a cause. So he's the first one to be like, well, you could also spread knowledge and you'll get back knowledge or kindness or anything in general. I think it's weird when people say you need to give X amount here, here, and here. Like, I mean, yeah, give, give, and you'll receive. But it's weird when people are like, you need to give this, this amount. It's like, no, give what you can. <laughs> and good will still come yeah, to you. Oh, no, for sure. Give what you can. And if you can't give anything else but a smile, that would probably be enough to Give kindness if that's all you have, you know? As one of the questions were... Have you ever turned down an opportunity to play it safe? Has that ever come up in any of you guys' lives? Um, yeah, actually, that just happened to me last year. Do you want to tell us about it? You don't have vague details? Well, I had mixed feelings about it, though. That's kind of why I didn't do it. Um, I could have got a higher position where I'm working. Um, but there was just some factors that I was kind of iffy about, so I ended up telling them I wasn't interested in the position. But sometimes I wonder if I... And do you I, regret it now? I don't... I don't know. It's, it's not like I completely regret it, but at the same time, I'm like, well, if I would have taken it, then I would have learned some new things. Okay. Was uh, money the fear in this case? Of, because, I mean, it was a promotion, so it's not really like you were going to risk losing your old job, basically. It would have been a decrease in money for sure for a higher position with more stress. And let's just say your mess ups would have been way more detrimental than if I mess up now. <laughs> right. So I so, like a lot more stress, yeah. a lot less pay, more responsibility and gaining. So I mean, I guess the money is really what because it was like what you need to do they didn't compensate for in a way. But, like I said, I still could have learned more skills, I guess. 
if I would have taken it. I feel like that's... But, I mean, at the time, I, I felt feel like, like it was best most... for me to just wait, so... Normal job positions is they're all underpaid for what they expect from you. Any final notes on Chapter 6? Work to learn, not for money. Oh, what was the title, Chapter 7? Overcoming Obstacles. I keep forgetting to write down the titles. So. Oh, what do you got? I was going to ask, how do you overcome the fear of losing your money? No, not even close. Be but my reason is because I still haven't done enough knowledge. Research. Search. Knowledge search. Yes. Knowledge search. Uh, well, I haven't done enough learning. Let me put it this way. I haven't done enough learning yet to be successfully over my fear. As, at least that's my thinking, according to Robert, is that fear is what's holding so me back. He, he says, don't... Um, it's not about not being afraid. It's about how you manage it. Yeah, manage your fear. Everybody has it. That's what I wrote down. I suppose his point was perspective. If you can take that loss and somehow turn it into a learning opportunity, then you won't be afraid of losing because you'll know that even if you lose, quote unquote, you're still gaining something from it. I liked his analogy, the Alamo. Be a Texan. Just remember the Alamo. So if you lose, be like, oh, well, now use that as your drive. Be like, I literally now owe $30,000 in debt. I have to come up with a way to get out of this debt. Like, And then after you get out. Use it as your motivation. And then after you get out of that debt, you're going to be like, now I know how to make 30000 extra dollars if I need it. Well, yeah. On a normal day, you could just do it again. Without all the stress of having to give it to someone, it'll be for you. All right. What about cynicism? You guys remember? Yeah, self-doubt. I've never really had too much. I get a thought, I just go with it. I don't really, like, argue. I'm like, someone else is in control. He thinks that I just do it. <laughs> he thinks that I just do it? <laughs> it's... It's Basically, is how my thought process is on. Cynics criticize and winners analyze. Yeah. That's the. I liked that one. That's his fix. You just stop criticizing other people or criticizing your criticizers and just analyze the information. Mm -hmm. Learn from them. That's a good one too. Because cynics, there's just more cynics than everything. I remember before I even got the duplex. People were saying, oh, oh my God, whatever. It's all the problems. Really? All the problems. Well, not that many, but a big sample space. I mean, a big. I didn't, because I, I, didn't, I didn't share it with a lot of people. I only shared it after we had done it. And, but the reactions, they, they weren't. They, they would always, or not always, but they would try to go towards the negative rather than... They weren't like, oh, wow, Juan, that's amazing. That's going to work out for you. Oh, look at all that potential. They're literally like, wow, now you got to replace that floor and look at these walls. You're going to have to paint yeah, those. Or, or exactly. You know, they're not or like... Not even, yeah. They could have been like, oh, what was... Uh, it's great because the, the mortgage rates or talk about factual things, but then instead they would take it and go towards a realm of anecdotal, pessimistic evidence. 
Oh yeah, they'll always be like, oh, you're gonna have to deal with yeah. renters and, and this and that. And I I actually do. Yeah. Remember having some people say like that. the <laughs> wait till that roof caves in one day. Is, like what? It's the only time <laughs> stuff like that is true. Is that I you're just also wa- not really doing it correctly. I just want to point out that they're not talking about us. Oh, yeah, no, it was not. Them. We didn't do we that. We were excited for you. It was not Amanda and We Connor. were all like, "Oh, that's awesome! And they're gonna you pay your mortgage for it? you. Like, you don't even have to pay your mortgage now. Like, we we were. We, no, it, wasn't. it wasn't us. No, <laughs> you know, I had a woman even say something negative to me about. I mean, I don't have this business, but I was just talking about a business idea to a woman one time. And her instant reaction wasn't like, oh, that's a good idea. You should try to do it or anything like that. Her reaction was, oh, that's going to be super competitive because there's a lot of people doing that. And I just wanted to look at her and be like, yeah, Karen. And how many restaurants are there? But people still open restaurants. How many clothing stores are there? But people still open, open clothing stores. So it's just people do. They don't. They don't try to push you towards the negative, I mean, towards the positive or uplift you and your idea. They they pull you down and, and push you away from doing it. Yeah, Is that their own? I'm oh, sorry. Is that their own fear? And in- That's what I was going to yeah. say, I think, is that generally people aren't supportive of other people because they don't have any confidence in themselves because they're not successful. Yeah, they don't know. And if I can't do it, then why should you yeah, be able to? they don't to? know anything about doing it either because they don't have a company or a, their thing that they're doing. Do you think it's possible to talk about cynics without being a cynic? But as Robert says, you almost have to be a little. So it's, it's, not, it's not necessarily a bad thing that if we are being, it's almost in a healthy way. I feel like we're taking... It's like, oh, you're a drug user. No, I take this medicine because if I don't, my diabetes are going to kill me. Like, you're not really a drug user. You're, you know, so you're not really a cynic just because you're being cynical. Well, I think we're taking the negative stuff that people have said to us. And at least for us in our brains, we're thinking, what? No, Karen, that's not how we're going to be because we think this about it. So we're taking the negative of what the cynics are saying to us and we're trying to flip it and be like, no, we're not going to think that way. That makes sense. What's the next Laziness. I think we already talked about that. In a way, we did. On the last chapter, we were kind of going over the laziness. It's back up. I was going to say one thing that I like that this says, which... I feel like maybe it was said earlier in the book too, but maybe it wasn't, is uh, which, I mean, I'm guilty for not doing this sometimes, which, I mean, it's hard to be perfect, but is where it, it talks about if you can't afford something or you don't have something, it's not, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that. It's how can I do it? How can I afford it? So I think that's mm-hmm. cool. I feel like he brings that up in like chapter yeah, one so or two in the very beginning as well. We've heard it before. I know that the first time I ever listened to this book, that was something that stuck out to me to the point where I even, before Amanda started joining me on this learning journey, I would say it to her all the time. 
She's like, oh, we can't afford this. I'm like, don't say that around me. That is a bad <laughs> word. <laughs> He's like, how? You say, how can we afford this? I'm like, okay. Like, like, they get all upset. Like, get a little spray don't. bottle, and every time somebody says, I can't afford that, just spray it. I'm like, no, bad. <laughs> For real. You can afford anything. You got, what, bad habits? Well, hold on before we oh. go. No, but laziness. Rabbi also was saying that, uh, sorry, staying, Robert was also saying that staying busy can also be a bad thing. So just as much as sitting or ignoring the problem, focusing too hard on the problem could also hurt you in the end. There's a perfect balance to everything. What were you going to say? I was just going to say the point four, I think, was bad habits. Well, he does talk about greed yeah. as a cure for laziness. He says, what's the cure for laziness? A little greed. Yeah, I have that in my questions. It says, do you agree that a little greed is the cure to laziness Oh, or for not? sure. There was a couple summers ago, well, maybe like three years ago now, I was working and this guy I work with, he... He would always call me greedy because I would work every single shift, six days a week sometimes. People would want to switch shifts with me, and I would literally tell them, well, I'll work your shift for you, but you're not taking mine. And <laughs> I used and to do I that. Would, like, I made a lot of money that summer, and I I don't know. I, 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 didn't, I never had any issues paying for anything and I didn't live paycheck to paycheck because I was a little greedy and I wanted as much money as I could make so I could definitely see that yeah. I feel like it's not so much that you're greedy in a, in a negative way though you're greedy to make yourself <coughs> get ahead I guess you're trying to improve yourself yeah you're trying to improve your life you need you need money to improve your life I feel like unfortunately money isn't everything but it definitely you guys have any <laughs> Do you have any examples of where greed has almost become too much, though? Or has definitely become? Yeah. Like, this, the same hotel that she's talking about, you work nine, ten straight days in a row, doubles, because you want $3,000 paycheck that week, but then you're sick for two weeks. You also remember to take care of yourself, though. Can go too much and then you crash and it's like oh where where have you been for three days it's like oh well i got super sick because you know i forgot to eat and sleep <laughs> remember guys there's probably a fine care line of yourself as well as your pockets that's a very good point doesn't robert even say that your health care is super important and to yeah you need to he does say that yes, you need to make sure you're yourself. eating healthy that's and drinking plenty of water what's the next one bad habits this one is the like the pay yourself, pay yourself first advice. It's good advice. Pay yourself first. And like a twenty-one day challenge, that would help develop new habits and get rid of old. So, do you have any examples of bad habits that you've had to come overcome, or that are preventing Not you paying still? Me first. Still, oh, I, no, I, I, yet to I overcame that. it, but I had to. It was a habit. Yeah, it's, it's a horrible, horrible habit. Well, I guess the stash is paying ourselves. So you overcome yeah. it. That's the first thing I pay. You pay yourself every week. 
like 15% a I week. I never did that until I met Juan. You pay yourself. Juan's the person that, well, I guess Juan in this yeah. book uh, is Us the too. reason that right? I started setting money aside. Juan is the reason. No Juan told me to read this book. <laughs> 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 Fucking Juan. Okay. Mm <laughs> I'm pretty sure we read that, and then afterwards Juan goes, okay, you need to start a stash account. <laughs> <laughs> like now not sponsored by no, Stash no I started Stash because of Juan for sure is there a way to help find out your bad habits I was thinking about this while I was oh, I listening one. to the book is that even he was saying that you need to like find your skills you need to find out your bad habits but almost like there needs to be a test or something cool. you know like a character sheet you could read all his bad habits but like I don't know how to read you could mine. probably google anything but sometimes I feel like deep Deep, deep down, way deep in your deep down, <laughs> you, uh, you know, you know, go behind a closed door and you know what's back there, even though you don't want to admit it. I, well, that's for some. I, f I feel like some oh, are yeah. obvious, but there's got to be some that you don't notice, especially like spending ones or. That's what I was going to say. I've realized I don't go to Walmart anymore and get a cart and walk around and browse because when I do, I end up spending $100, $200 and I didn't even need anything. It's just because I wanted it. So now I don't, I, I literally don't go to Walmart I, or I don't go anywhere. I don't go shopping unless I need to buy something specifically. What I would, so my mind goes to the wisdom of old and they all seem to recommend taking a new like let's say we are already because our, our, our focus is money and in, in our case is finances getting better at finances and the the best way to start about focusing about finances is to talk about finances and which we're already doing mm -hmm. so if we can take something else that we wish to change and then add it to what we're already doing then that would be a way to maybe if not find out what it is that you need to overcome when it comes to laziness but it, it'll at least give you it'll take them away from being lazy perspective like you won't be able to be lazy during that fraction of time because you're doing something else that you know it's productive like um for example if i wanted to find out what bad habits I need to get rid of, I would sit down and I would write them down. But then sitting down and writing down in s itself is a habit that I would have to create. So if I can take that, mm, that act of sitting down and writing down what it is that I need to think of and add it to an act that I'm already doing, like talk about finances, then it might be easier for me to get to the point where I discover what it is that's keeping that's making me lazy so you almost need to add it into your routine somehow, I would say you're saying? So. yes and and i know that and it helped point it i know out. that i say it probably too much but it without writing it's it it'll be near impossible that kind of task when it comes to introspection as joe rogan puts it writing makes it real once he writes it down, it's something he yeah. can't undo. It's like to him, it's become the word. 
The only way I remember anything about the book that we listen to is because I write stuff down. Oh, for sure. The first time where I was just walking around listening to this, and now it's like, oh, the amount of information I've truly retained. retained. Thanks for talking for me, bro. <laughs> Sorry. I was just, you know, sometimes we're like one person. I, I can read stuff. your I mind. I write stuff down for anything, just even things to do. Like, I have to make lists. Because if not, mm-hmm. I'll forget everything. Like, and it's just harder to stay focused if you well, don't write right it down. At least for me, anyways. The secret is that we all have to. Yeah. Our brain just cannot deal with the amount of I'm, information that we're expected to retain. I'm sorry. I remember as a kid, my grandpa used to make me write the times tables over and over and over again. But it worked. I literally aced every test. And spelling, like writing things repetitively makes it stick, basically. So that's a habit, though, that you can, that he taught you to help get rid of your bad habits of not learning. He gave you a repetitive habit. Yeah. If I want to remember something, I write it down five times in a row, and it's it stuck there forever, like a picture oh, almost cool. in my brain. Is there another one? Arrogance. Which the word itself sounds bad, but what he describes it as to hide your ignorance. Yes, because that's basically all it is, is that you you know more than you do. You're basically or you're pretending to because you don't want to feel dumb. Yeah. Yeah, arrogance can kind of mess you up. It says, has arrogance ever cost you an opportunity? I, so I think there might... Would, is it possible that Robert actually meant to say that ignorance wasn't a bad thing, that arrogance is a bad thing, but because it, arrogance is tied to ignorance, and then we might confuse ignorance, ignorance as being a bad thing? Right. Yeah, because he says that... I feel like oh, that. If you are aware of your own ignorance, then you can work on it and fix it. Like, um. But, and if you, were, if you were working on it and trying to fix it, then I don't think you would be arrogant. Right. Like you were saying, it's, it's overstepping, basically, is all he was getting at. Is that you get. You're like, start investing into cars when you, you have never driven a car and you know nothing about them. That's you just being arrogant and thinking that. Oh well, I know because I seen this on a commercial one. Like you, you but basically, you know mm-hmm. nothing about cars. You shouldn't be investing in cars. Right. Don't be arrogant. Because really, you're ignorant. Yeah, he. <laughs> Which means you just don't know. Yeah, if it's when you don't know so and then you still do it, you're being arrogant. It's if you're hiding your ignorance. Right. <clears throat> right. No, because yeah, I think he, I remember him saying it, being arrogant is a good thing. Like, because now you know that you don't understand that. Like, you know where your weak spot is. The thing is that I, I'm, I'm confused because he says that being arrogant is a bad thing. He says that even the dad, whenever the, the dad was like, oh, every time that I was arrogant, I lost money. Well, if arrogance means that you don't know things and his whole... No, that's not what it means. Arrogance uh, means that you're no. trying to hide your ignorance. Yeah, because you act like you know everything yeah. if you're arrogant. Yeah, look, I'm, uh, so the quote purposely. goes, What I know makes me money. What I don't know loses me money. Every time I have been arrogant, I have lost money. Because when I'm, an, because when I'm, when I'm arrogant, I truly believe that what I don't know is not important. Rich Dad would often tell me. I have found that many people use arrogance to try to hide their own ignorance. Okay. So that makes me think that arrogance is a bad thing. 
Like the opposite of arrogance would be self-awareness. So then what's a good way to get over it? To just call it yourself Yeah, and he says it? learn. Like use. Yeah. That's what, learn. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Was learning. As long as you're learning, you're becoming unignorant. And that's how you're e-saying turn your losses your losses into something positive because the, your arrogance that you used you now know not to ever do that again so it's a life lesson to every time you're about to do something be like yeah. remember the debt his, his direct advice is when you know you are ignorant in a subject start educating yourself by finding an expert in the field or a book on the subject knowledge, knowledge is, is power, power. Uh, one of the questions was does anybody what's an area of financial knowledge you are ignorant in Accounting, taxes. taxes. Accounting, yeah. taxes. Incorporating. Are there any re and then, uh, it, really. Are there any resources? Yeah. yeah. A good chunk of it. Sounds like honest. we need so to make a list. I feel that it seems to me that at this point we're at a stage where we know we have a general understanding, an idea, but we need to get into the intricacies, intricacies of yeah. of this game. I feel like. I feel like I know all the things I need to research. Now I have to research them. I got this whiteboard here <laughs> for me so that I can start when something comes up, when I'm learning, that I can be like, okay, this is a new subject, a new area that once I need to do it, and then once I learn it, I can just erase it. You got Sorry, guys. <laughs> I the other day. I for the mic for a minute, but I want to agree on the taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was on the computer the other day trying to learn something new, and that one thing led me to something else, which then I had to learn about that, and then that led me to something else, and before I know it, I had like four tabs open, and I was like, I'm not learning anything because I'm trying to learn four things at once, because every time I try to learn one thing, I have to learn another thing in order to use the first thing Sometimes I'm trying to learn. going down the, you know, Google rabbit hole of whatever you're, you're looking up, <laughs> it's not kind of fun sometimes, because then you're like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah. No, but it shows your ignorance spots yeah. that you're like, oh, I know everything about this. And you start learning, you're like, what did you say? And then you spend 10 minutes learning that whole history of that. And you're like, oh, wow, <laughs> I knew nothing. I, um, the only other thing that I think I liked from this chapter was he said, play to win, not not to lose. Yeah, that, that's good advice, too. A lot of people play not to lose instead of playing to win. And that's different, completely right. different. I know if you like really like say that to yourself like four good times, yeah, but you it would like blow your mind because like the first time I heard, it, I'm like whatever, but like and I just kept repeating in my head like why is he saying it, and I just kept saying it. I'm like oh wow that's that's super deep like I don't know it seems so simple but it's not really. It's just it's part of changing your mindset from I can't afford to or being too cautious. Yeah. All those bad habits. Yeah. Having no uh confidence in yourself. Yeah, because if you're playing to win then you need to come up with a strategy and steps and a plan. Yeah. A game plan, yeah. If you're planning to lose, all you know is yeah. how not to yeah. do something. You're and then believe it. Never doing now, there's another thing. Huh? And then 100% there's believe it. There's a difference it. between a plan and a strategy. Because a plan is just a more general, 
like what's my plan to have a boat when i'm in five years that's a plan but then the strategy is how are you going to have the boat in five years then you need that you need mm. a strategy so a plan's more just like an idea right a strategy exactly strategy has steps yeah it's a method steps you take so do you guys pay yourself first no Why well not? now i guess i don't i don't in the way that i wish i guess it's the best way to put it yeah you need to explain I, that i invest into myself but like i don't have like a bank account where i go once in a while and buy myself whatever you're saying you don't have you don't pay yourself so that you have extra spending money to blow when you want to buy something no, for I mean, fun i mean do you luxury? pay yourself first because that's what I feel like. No, pay paying myself. yourself first means that when you get your paycheck, you put money aside that you don't use to pay other people. Yes. Yes. I, everything that stash yeah. takes out, that's yeah. the first bill. Then, yes, Every we week, do that. I take it out on payday to make sure. That but it sounds pay. like Connor wants his own little personal yeah, like side cash that he can blow on video games when he wants. Yeah. Well... You're allowed to do that. Or other. You just need to add that in the budget. Yeah, we'll put it right in there. All right, so that's chapter seven. We still have chapter eight and nine. So I guess that's it for chapter seven. It was the, the obstacles that we need to overcome. Fear, cynicism, laziness, bad habits, and arrogance. They all... You'll make a lot of thanks everyone for joining us we're going to be finishing up chapter eight and nine in the next one <laughs> give a little bit of a summary of our the book to us probably <laughs> have a good one bye bye guys, bye guys.